Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Always great to have your company for Dwayne's what is Thanksgiving Day in the US and there hasn't exactly been a couple of thrillers for them to watch in the middle of uh, eating a little bit of turkey. Laurie Horish, ESPN NFL analyst, has been good enough to join me. Welcome to you, Laurie. Great to have you on. Great to be joining you. So earlier today I heard Tony Romo say the Dallas Cowboys can win the whole thing, which was interesting to me. Uh, can they win the whole thing? You saw them beat the Commanders? They can win the whole thing. They're talented enough to do it, but no one's going to believe outside of the Dallas Cowboys and maybe some of their fans, no one's going to believe that they can until they beat a quality of opposition that we haven't seen so far this season. Look, the Cowboys have been in fantastic form since the bye. Dak Prescott is playing MVP tier football. He should be in that consideration. But the truth of the matter is that in their toughest opponents so far this season, up against the San Francisco 49ers in particular, and against the Philadelphia Eagles, they came up short. In the Eagles, I think they were the better team on the paddock, but they did not come away with victory. And ultimately, that is going to be huge in what defines you and your season and how people perceive you. They beat down on another poor team in the Washington Commanders. This was, whilst the score didn't blow out till late, the Cowboys held this one in their hands the entirety of it. I think if you're looking for things that truly matter from this game, other than a victory, you know, without getting overly hyped or overly hyperbolic about how good this Cowboys team is, but the most substantial things I think, think we take away is that Tony, Tony Pollard has had back-to-back good games, so they're getting that running game going. The offensive line looks like it's healthier, touch wood, and gelling. We're starting to see some more returning to form some of the pieces on that uh, side of the ball there. Brandon Cooks has another strong game, so we're seeing that that counter to CeeDee Lamb through the air. Uh, it's not just CeeDee Lamb, you know, 15 targets, as much as that uh, has proved a very productive strategy for the Cowboys when they've gone that way this season. Cooks having a nice showing. And you get out of this game, ideally, uh, hopefully with some health. But for the Cowboys, how we perceive them in terms of the hierarchy of the NFL, how legit a bona fide a Super Bowl contender they are, that's going to be defined over the next five weeks. The Eagles are going through their own kind of a, a real gauntlet of challenges in the contest where they're at with their schedule, and the Cowboys are about to enter theirs. They welcome Seattle, and I know the Seattle, Seattle Seahawks aren't putting up a great show against the Niners uh, right now, but they are a better opposition than Washington. They host Seattle next week. Then they host the Philadelphia Eagles. They go on the road after that uh, to play the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins. Then they welcome the Detroit Lions around the holiday season. Those five games are going to be a really good barometer for, okay, how, how mistake-free is Dak Prescott and that offense playing? How, how far ahead of the chains are they staying? Are they continuously effective and efficient, explosive on offense against better defenses? And on the defense side of things, we know this team, when they get a lead and they can really care after the quarterback, they play with this kind of 
frenzied rallying for the ball that, that honestly looks like it's contagious between the different players um, in terms of how aggressive they are. But can they do that when the level steps up? We will see. Can't do anything but, but beat the, the opposition in front of you. But the opposition is going to shift over the next month. Yeah, so they smashed uh, the Commanders 45-10. to 10, And at the moment, San Francisco are smashing the Seahawks. So uh, Kansas City, Philadelphia, San Francisco, have they cleared out a little? That's a good thing. San Francisco, Kansas City, I would look at, yeah, the Philadelphia Eagles there and uh, the Baltimore Ravens for me are absolutely in this conversation as well. Um, I think the Baltimore Ravens for me have been the best team in the league uh, for the best part of the last month. Some jockeying at, at the top of the power rankings uh, with the Chiefs and the Eagles. Uh, but I think the Ravens are the most complete team. So I think they're, they're certainly uh, with the Miami Dolphins with the ceiling that they have on offense. But when they're firing, they're another team that I think the, the Dolphins, the Bills and the Cowboys are going to get talked about similarly in terms of who have you beaten? You know, show us that you can stand up strong uh, against the best opposition. The Bills, uh, ironically, despite the troubles they've had in, in recent weeks, they did go up against a team like the Dolphins and put an absolute hurting on them earlier in the season. But recently, bias matters. We look more, trying not to look too far back, um, you know, what was happening in week one, week two, week three, and, and trying to take on what's happened in the last month of football. Uh, the Dolphins have got some help coming back on defense for the last few weeks. We've seen the likes of Jalen Ramsey, Reemers, Damien Howard, uh, Javon Holland on the back end with some of the talented stuff they have up front, talented defensive linemen. Um, and just with the Chiefs, look, you don't you don't want to doubt Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, uh, really the, the three-pronged attackers and the quality of defense they have. But this issue with the wide receivers, you can get away with it against lesser teams, but it has been an issue since week one. The reason they lost to the Detroit Lions in the season opener was a couple of awful drops to Darius Tony. And then we see those big drops rear their ugly head going down to the Philadelphia Eagles uh, in Thursday night football. Um, sorry, in the Monday night football this week. That has not changed. There is no hero coming through the door. We are past the trade deadline. I thought they should have been more aggressive before the trade deadline in getting a wide receiver, maybe go after someone like a Mike Evans in Tampa. Don't waste any more of his great years down on a team that is not going very far. It didn't. Is that going to prove that patience is fine? Patience is a virtue. Players are going to come along. Or are we going to see that maybe that was a little bit of personnel arrogance and that as good as those names that I mentioned before, Mahomes, Reed, Kelsey, are, when you go up against the best of the best in the playoffs, are they going to come up short because the secondary ancillary help just never came for Patrick Mahomes? And before I let you go, Laurie, just mentioning Travis Kelsey, I noticed that on the USA Today website there was an article giving Travis Kelsey's stats, win-loss, how well he did, when Taylor Swift is at the games and when she's not. Um, it's come down to that. Look, that is, that's a pivotal talking point. It's one of the narratives of the season. Yes, he certainly seems to have performed better when Taylor Swift is in the building. My concern, more than whether Taylor Swift is in the building, if I was Travis Kelsey, is that we don't see Andy Reid lose his cool too often, particularly the star players. Anytime you're getting first named by your head coach, if you watch the, the call or you watch the game and see the sideline shot there of Andy Reid after a drop from Travis Kelsey... He called him Kelsey a couple of times as he got closer. He grumbled Travis at him. Very much when you get that first name from your parent uh, in that certain tone, we all went through that. We all know what that felt like. Uh, that's the energy that he was dealing with there. So, yes, uh, Taylor Swift in the building, maybe that helped. But I think just some tightening up of some things, uh, some little details from a player that has been exemplary throughout his career, a fumble and a couple of key drops there uh, and key balls not connecting, completions not connecting with Patrick Mahomes might be more pressing. 
Laurie, great to have you on. Comprehensive there. Really appreciate your time. San Francisco lead uh, Seattle 24-3 at the moment, and it's just ticked to halftime. Laurie Horish, ESPN NFL reporter. Catch all the Thanksgiving weekend NFL action on ESPN Live on KO and on Foxtel.